Welcome back to the Return the Picks podcast, where finally we can start making some picks and seeing if all of that knowledge that we've quite clearly been able to uh, draw in this offseason will be useful for picking games, victories, and basically making some money throughout this season. Welcome to the podcast. Myself, Ollie Wilson, Dave Bluck, and Jazz Gillum finally get to make our first six picks of the NFL season because tonight in about, what, three hours time? Three and a half hours, maybe? Yeah. It all kicks off with the Texans against the Kansas City Chiefs and football. Oh, football is actually back. Yeah, COVID-19 can stop it. One week of football. One game. We'll get at least one game. <laughs> There's still, you know, Friday, Saturday to get through. But yeah, we will at least, at the moment, as it stands, get one game with about 16,000, 20,000 people watching it in Arrowhead Stadium. Um, Can you believe it? Like, obviously, since we've been doing this, we've been doing this podcast about a year, and we did quite a few during lockdown and stuff. Doesn't it seem... That seems so long ago. And then the idea of watching the Super Bowl just seems like another universe. Like, yep. to, to for us to be here on the precipice of, like, of football is just... Oh, it's just. I'm well, actually really I'm excited. So into it. Really I'm excited. So into it. It's only really yeah. hit me after I finished watching. I was like, oh, I can watch a Game Pass game properly tomorrow, and know it's real football that means something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I almost I just, bought another yeah. Eagles jersey today because I was so. Excited. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> I was like, didn't well, buy a Cowboys one while you're there. No. No. Okay. Maybe I'm, you should. I'm not that guy. I'd never root for the Cowboys <laughs> as a franchise. <laughs> just before yeah, well, that one ages anybody <laughs> listen no i'm not rooting for the cowboys as a franchise i just believe that certain things might happen that allow other individuals to succeed at some point this year but that will come on later on in the podcast uh we had a lot of chat on the podcast today uh what did we do we did divisional winners uh we did afc and nfc championship games super bowl matchups and victors we did six picks from this week's games. Uh, Dave, you threw out, what was it? Offensive, no, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP. MVP, Coach of the Year and Rookie of the Year. And we also did a little bit of news and slagged off the Bears and got into an argument about Leonard Fournette, which I didn't... Of all people, <laughs> who I never thought I'd have strong opinions on, but apparently I did. Clearly you got very Jazz brings jazz, jazz brings this out in me. Well, uh... <laughs> We'll leave you uh, <laughs> with that and get straight into the podcast, which just starts with a nice bit of contract talk and then it escalates. Enjoy. Yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Over the middle. Picked off. Season fired. Intercepted. Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. It's insane. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, okay, busy week. You guys said you didn't want to talk about this. I mean, I'm okay just kind of skirting over this bit. Uh, <laughs> in terms of the player contracts that... Like a few 
pretty decent deals kind of ended up getting signed off uh, since we last spoke about NFL actual news and stuff. Uh, Clowney going to the Titans. Uh, there were a lot of rumors that other teams were trying to get like multi-team trades involved to be able to get him kind of NBA style and the NFL turned down a couple of those and said you, you're just not having that. So he ends up in Tennessee yep. getting paid, which is a nice little fit for Clowney and might give him a chance to obviously make a big impact in the playoffs. Kareem Hunt gets a two-year extension in Cleveland, which takes a bit of the load off Nick Chubb and might kind of save him a bit of wear and tear throughout the year. Not good for my fancy, though. Not ideal for no, fancy I don't think fans. it's going to change Nick Chubb's stock, to be honest. He's still going to play just as much. And he was always going to be split in any way with Kareem Hunt, so no difference. I know, but it's just a sign of intent, isn't it, Chubb? He, he was baking, making, uh, baking, making huge runs. He was baking Mayfields. Year. He was, well, somebody needs to get that guy cooking, <laughs> I tell you. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins becomes the highest paid non-QB in the league with Arizona. What was it? Negotiated that himself as well. Yeah, that was baller. That's, that is baller Saved move. himself, that saved is saved himself 10% then or right whatever. Yeah. yeah, that is some big dick energy. So I saved himself that. like... 20% maybe? 5 million. 5 million? Yeah. 5 it depends million what dollars, his agent's yeah. on. If he's on 20%, that's 10 mil. Yeah, because it's 54 million for the two years. Uh, wow. Of course, that's not guaranteed though, is it? So it's incentives as well to go with it, but... I mean, the headline figures are great. If Hopkins is as good totally, as everybody totally thinks he's going to be it, in Arizona, then there's a good chance he makes most of that money. I think it's totally worth it, you know. And they've got, even though they're playing Kyler Murray more because he's a first overall pick, you know, he's still on a rookie contract, so it makes complete sense to me. I don't see it's a no-brainer really. And they brought him in; they knew they were going to give him that money, so it's just. Uh, and then is what it is, isn't it? other side of the ball going up against Hopkins at some point this well twice this year in fact Jalen Ramsey getting his deal with the LA Rams Every, anybody that was watched Hard Knocks could see that he was getting annoyed he's going to buy that house about now. it and uh, yeah now Jalen Ramsey house in got the hills even more money for yeah a mouthy corner so yeah he deserves it doesn't he though he's worth it he's great he's quality yeah, yeah. he's, yeah, he's a piece he's very good at what he does he he actually almost well the LA Rams in general like sneaky for that NFC West like I I don't I'm not high on them but I've been getting higher and higher on them since we moved to the season not because of hard knocks I haven't really watched Mm. and followed hard knocks that much this year but just when you kind of think about well they've still got great offensive talent they've still got McVeigh now they've got Aaron Donald bossing up front Ramsey okay not playing for a contract anymore but got his money happy settled he is a yeah. beast, like second year in that scheme. There, it's not. It's, it's not just you. There's there's a lot of people that are that are getting higher on the Rams. Uh, I I could I can make a case for any four of those teams though. So maybe all four make the playoffs. Could happen. It, well, Ooh, except for the fact that you're dealing with the NFC South as well, and there's yeah, only a limited they'd, they'd number. They'd probably of beat spots. up on the Falcons. They'd probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Bucks and the Saints will probably do it. Maybe. But maybe they don't. Maybe could, I, the rest I, of the NFC West just dominates everyone. Dave's and they split like their I'm games in the division the and they Falcons, all finish like 11 and 5. Could I'm, getting, I'm getting happy about the Falcons though this year. Like, At least someone Until is. you see them play. Yeah, <laughs> until just, you see them get smashed you'll by be the out, You'll be out on them by uh, by week three. No, I'm. you know you know that I'm uh, 10 and 6 with the Falcons. So that's where I'm sticking. That's good enough for the playoffs. Uh, so. so those, those we'll are the kind of con- that. contracts that ended up going off this week, which is good, I guess. For players and teams going. What about your boy teams? Watson? You didn't mention Watson getting paid. He got paid big. I may have missed that. So worth How it. How much did Deshaun get in the end? I knew. I heard. Hundred forty for three years. He was going to get a new deal. Yeah. Hundred and forty for three years. Yeah. Five. Years, Russell Wilson it? money. No, no, it wasn't years. as much as that. Okay. I I'm sure. 
Was that yesterday gonna, or today? That was I'd be surprised like, if it. I think it was maybe l- last week. You sure, it was over three years. Yeah, I'm just going to check it now. A lot of these QB, a lot of these QB deals. Sure, Watson contract is oh sorry, four year extension for 177.5 million. Oh, there we go. With 111 million guarantees. I knew I'd left one off my list when I was making that. Um, So uh, yeah, yeah. he did pretty well for himself there. Love me some Watson, and it's completely worth it. I mean, he's got everything that you want from a franchise quarterback. So, but everything you don't want from a GM and a leader of a team. I was going to say it's about everything but weapons, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but him on his him on his own, you know, to build around. When yeah, but Bill he's not building uh, around him. He's getting rid of his best stuff. So, guys, we're going to have some heavy defensive pressure up front. We really got to, you know, crush in that secondary and uh, offense. Deshaun? Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> David you, Johnson. Boy. <laughs> David Johnson might do so. I think David Johnson would be pretty good this year, if I'm honest. Uh, there was oh, some... everybody's been saying that for for a while now. It seems like a long, I believe. long time ago that he was a good player. Mm. Well, it was. It was like, what, three years? I think it might be four, four. Years, yeah. It was four. Yeah, because three years ago that... we were asking Dave. he missed to... a year. He missed a year. Yeah, and then, and then whoever then drafted just, him uh... first that year had him go down the first game with a broken arm, didn't he? Because we were going to give Dave the first round of the fantasy, uh, first round, first pick of the fantasy draft, if he announced at, in his wedding speech that he was going to take David Johnson <laughs> as <laughs> as his first pick in the draft, which which he didn't do in the end, which was just couldn't squeeze it in somehow. Wasn't meant to be. Didn't need him. Didn't yeah. need him. <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette talking to running back, saying uh, for the first time in my career, I finally have a quarterback, which kind of makes all the sense in the world considering he's rude jackson rude and unnecessary though love it mm. like the guy's like an it. asshole you don't need to say that so yeah but jacksonville is a traveling dumpster fire, dumpster fire going down a san francisco hill at 60 to 70 miles an hour and only picking up speed that is a horrific franchise right now that has got rid of all of its talent from i just think it's really mean three yeah ago. fair enough but to say that about Minshew, I think, is harsh too. You defending Bortles Minshew is a bit different. I am because he's he seems like a good guy, and he's he's ba- he's like a I think he was like a seventh round rookie or something like that. Yeah, and it just seems really harsh for Fournette to just come out and say that about another young player. Well, I mean, he's not he's not talking just about Minshew. He's played most of his time with Bortles, didn't he? So he's saying it more about Bortles than he is Minshew. Yeah. But he didn't say that though, did he? he yeah, but he's said, also like all the quarterbacks suck. But so who's his who's his most recent quarterback? But like, you're talking about unnecessary defending and rude. a guy that unnecessary and rude. You kind of just said, really, Garner Minshew is only a seventh round pick. He's a nice guy. Don't we mean? And that's everything that makes up like a bang average quarterback of like. Yeah, you know. he did fine last year. He did absolutely fine. Well, it's because came, compared to Blake Bortles, he was better than Blake Bortles. Absolutely fine. That's not a compliment. My exception is that he's having a pop at Nick Foles. That's Nick that's Foles got exception. injured in the first game. That's like the fair. third throw. So yeah, just, either, whichever quarterback had you want to like get annoyed the, at, had all the camp with him as well. Like, come on, Leonard. <laughs> like, maybe maybe stay healthy for a year and then start throwing out that BDE. Yeah, I mean, make a play, make a play, and then you know start criticizing anyone else. But I mean, I, he made. Thirty-one percent of the offense for Jacksonville last year, so I think he made. Do you, do you think? Quite do you think he's a, a quality plays. running back? Do you think he's a quality running back? Better than the crap they had at Tampa Bay already. Better than Todd well, Gurley. Yeah, I mean, you'd rather have him than Todd. I'd rather have him than James Connor. So don't say that. I picked him up in fancy this week. Yeah, I, I don't. I like James Connor a lot, but if you had a choice between those two, Fournette is a better player. 
There's no question about that. They're on a similar. I think level Fournette. To me, the but, trouble with yeah. Fournette is that he has all the great capabilities to be a really good running back. Like he's got the skill set and everything's there. Yep. It's uh, it's just the question of whether being in Jacksonville has created has turned him into a complete arsehole with this kind of attitude and whether he can stay healthy. And if, yeah, if he gets an offensive line season, to block though, for him, he should be fantastic. Yeah, if you give, say for example, you take Connor and you have the great Steelers offensive line, you put a four net behind that, he's running all day. He's running like Le'Veon Bell would have done. He would have got Le'Veon Bell level numbers. No, in the no, Steelers no, offense, no, no, no. Oh, he would have done that's, because he, that's he, no, no, no. Come on, you're way, you're way exaggerating who Fournette is. He's not really a guy not. who makes. He's, he's not, not really a guy not. who makes people miss. He's a power yes, back. He, he could develop into one of the best power backs in the league, but he's not a guy who's gonna make good defenses break. He's not. I don't think he's ever gonna he be a Derrick Henry. He doesn't run with that patience of Le'Veon Bell either. Like no, but this, Le'Veon no, Bell's the thing is, it's not about was, the patience though, is it? The offensive line for the Steelers said that they had to change how they were playing playing with Le'Veon Bell versus James Conner. With them, they were just getting a block and letting Le'Veon Bell do what they're doing. With James Conner, they're blocking to a hole so there's a hole to hit. If you put Le'Veon Fournette in that system with that offensive line and the rest of the weapons around him, he's putting up crazy numbers. I'm telling you that now. I can't work out if this is Jazz's Fournette bias or Jazz's Steelers O-line bias. You can go for both if you like. So I'm telling you now, that he's got a lot more talent than you guys are giving him any credit for. No, I, he's well, I think he's, I I mean, think he's I got think the he's physical. Have... I think he's got the physical attributes, but I don't know about this skill set that he's got. I mean, he's not a pass catching back. Yes, he is. He doesn't yeah, make. He, he can, doesn't he make plays. Catch he catches back, tons of passes. But, so he's behind he, the line, behind the line of scrimmage, and then doesn't make people miss. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what, Dave. In the words of uh, what's his face, John Favreau from Couples Retreat, let's watch some tape, and then we'll get he's back rude. to it. He's rude. He's <laughs> rude. Well, that's what. And that's all you care about. You care about his attitude. Rude. I don't care about his attitude. What can he do on the field? What can he do on yeah, the field? Yeah, he's limited. He's super he's not limited, limited at all. He's super limited. He's, yeah. he's less limited than Devonta Freeman ever was. I mean, fair. That, no, no, no. Yeah, definitely. Well, with 100%. Was... There's no question about that one. That's... Oh, man. All right, we need to move on. <laughs> Jesus. It makes me think that you don't even know anything. What? It makes me think the same about things. you, actually, my friend. Where does this Leonard Fournette, like, love come from? Yeah, well? I like him. God. You're rude as well. That's fine. I'm happy to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> That like is it. that is Fire. that is part of his skill set though, being extremely rude, uh, Leonard yeah. Fournette. So in uh, just one second, sorry guys, just to bring back this back to Leonard Fournette one more time. So how many receptions do you think he would have had Fournette. in three seasons? In three seasons with Jacksonville, how many receptions do you think he would have had, Dave? Uh, I know that he had receptions, but, but how many do you reckon? He's a talented pass catching back. That's decides the point because if he's not talented, he well, wouldn't catch passes. He wouldn't be schemed to. Well, be in a passes. terrible team that's run by. Yep. Terrible people. Yep. What? They wouldn't make any mistakes on ta- tactics. Okay, right. I'm not going to play your game. Why, so how many? Why, how many receptions? I don't do you know. Think? He got forty a season. Close. 134 so in three seasons. Right. Okay. So and that's not that's not a not pass pass catching back. That's someone who catches passes. No, 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 no. Not a good pass catching back. What did he do with those catches? He took them for a thousand yards. Over over three seasons, yeah, in mean, 134 receptions, a thousand yards. Okay. So, so if like seven, seven a seven a carry, roughly that or seven a, seven a, a reception, catch, yeah. yeah. Which if they're behind the line of scrimmage, you take that all day. Do you know what his rushing average was four yards a carry. 
That's not so, enough. Well, it's not. <laughs> I mean, but then you if, you, if you are the only the only threat on that offense, if you're the only player yeah, that no, anyone gives Jazz, a crap I'm about, I'm 100% in on this of like Leonard Fournette in a good team would be a much better running back. Yeah, yeah, no but doubt. you could start comparing him to Le'Veon Bell and stuff. Yeah, it's when you yeah. start saying, saying Le'Veon Bell. That's I mean, like, you know, and you're saying that he's better than Devontae Freeman when we went to the Super Bowl, which is just ridiculous. I mean, like, we've never seen anything is. like that from Leonard Fournette. We haven't. But again, that, but then it. again, that comes down to being in a duff team. So, yeah. Uh, let, let's Fair talk enough. about other duff things. Um, this was kind of why I wanted to do a bit of like the other news and stuff like that. He got that 76 receptions last year. Sorry, 76 <laughs> receptions. That's enough. That's enough. That's some rude. That's some rude Fournette stuff that's coming out of your mouth now. That, that good enough for you? Interrupting. Interrupting. That good the enough host for you? As he's trying to pull that's you seven, on the crazy just narrative. Just he's trying to... trying to save you, Jazz. He's trying to save you from yourself, and you just keep coming back. Well, you'd say he doesn't catch passes, and he just he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't catch passes. That's not what I said. I I can't wait to listen to this back to hear for you saying he doesn't catch passes. I said That's he's not said. a good pass catcher. You back. said he doesn't catch passes. No, not what. Hey, Jazz, go back and look at the tape, and come back next week if you. Oh, I will. Well, yeah, go and watch some tape on Leonard Fournette. Oh, I will yeah, instead I will. of just looking at the stats. You crazy man! All right. <laughs> I tried it. It almost worked. That's Leonard Fournette's career summed up at the moment. <laughs> he tried it. It almost worked. Um, you, you put him in the system, he's going to smash it. Anyway, carry on. D- enough, other we'll dumb things around the NFL before we get bogged down in Leonard Fournette dumbness. Uh, <laughs> the Chicago Bears are continuing to start oh, yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Funny, 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 funny. Right, okay, okay, okay. Jazz, jazz. Let me, let me settle, settle things down between me and you a little bit, okay? Let's have a fun little bet. How many, not how many games does uh, Trubisky survive how many quarters? before Nick Foles come in? How many quarters? I'm going to set the over and under at six quarters. Oh, shit. I was going to say three, so I'm going under. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. <laughs> right. Three. Well, you think he's going to get yanked in the first, first game? game back? I, okay. I can happily see it happen in the first quarter. Remember, remember the, the Texans? Lions, they start the Lions, kind of yeah. Like a, yeah, see, I, I then personally, I, I we'll get to the picks in the, at the end, but um, I can see him getting yanked in that game. I can see him get yanked early in the game after. Remember when the hard, uh, Texans were the hard knocks and they had, I think it was Hoyer and Mallet, and they yanked Hoyer in the first quarter or something yeah. like that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what that I can well. see happening. <laughs> that's what okay. I can see happening. Because everyone I mean, knows Trubisky is so. useless, so Foles yeah. has to be at some point the starter. There's no way you pay him all that money and acquire him for not playing him. It's a, a shame that he hasn't beaten him out, though, isn't it? Maybe Foles though, can't just beat. But him I out. think I was thinking about this. Nick Foles makes me think that he's the kind of guy that goes into a team and they're like, "You're our guy, Nick," and he's like, oh, "Okay, all right." Whereas if you do what you had him do in Philadelphia, which is, "Hey, Nick, like." play some football don't he's better coming in as a backup because it takes all the pressure off him whereas being a mm. starter it's like yeah oh, i actually need to be a lead and i don't think nick Foles is necessarily that leader in yeah, the same way guy, i don't yeah. buy that carson wentz is a leader as you know when you hear carson wentz saying stuff in a huddle i don't think he's saying it because he believes it i think he's saying it oh. because he thinks a leader needs to say those things like hey guys let's have fun so I don't think he's actually having fun. I think he's saying that to try and give off that air. And I think Nick Foles is kind of the same way in that sense. So Nick Foles coming in as a backup, as in, oh, the first guy sucked. <laughs> well, we'll just put in Nick and see what he can do. Takes oh, yeah. the pressure off him completely. So I'd say week four against the Indianapolis Colts in Soldier Field is when Mitch Trubisky at halftime gets pulled out. 
after oh, they've so lost, you're well over then. Okay. After they've lost to Atlanta, after they've struggled to get a win at home against the Giants in Week Two, which they will win, but like fine margins, and they'll lose on the road in opening weekend against against the Lions. But when the Colts are murdering them and Trubisky's doing nothing, then Nick Foles comes out with that BDN and uh, yeah, starts slinging it. And then the Bears realize, oh, we've only got Alan Robinson as well. Oh, I was going to say, the Bears are still the Bears, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but that's, I, I reckon week four, Trubisky lost. I don't think it's going to last that long at all. I it's also think so maybe, dumb. maybe there's a chance that maybe the Bears front office and head coach are just trying to play a double bluff on us all. So where the Lions think, oh, we got a crap one to prepare for. We're going to feast on this. And then Nick Foles comes out, opening drive, just, just destroys him. That would be the dumbest thing because Mitch Trubisky's then reading all these reports about yeah. him being the starter. And you'd assume that inside the Bears, they would have told Mitch, like, hey, everybody who's starting, put your hand up, Mitch. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe they are circulating it and they know inside the building that's what's going to happen. But maybe yeah, that's the conspiracy the, But that's I even like worse because then Mitch is the number like the number two and he just has to sit there and read about how he's the worst number one starting quarterback in Chicago Bears history again or something like that you know yeah well that's just where it goes but if he comes out as a start like what what have you seen this summer in Trubisky that you haven't seen already in NFL games like in actual football games he's Um, not a good quarterback He's had some more time to mature in the offense and learn it and learn the system. So you could argue that maybe that's made him a bit more of a competent quarterback. But in Nick Foles knows the offense too. Yeah, totally. And that's the trouble you have is having no preseason games. I think you've had preseason games. Nick Foles wins that hands down every day of the week, twice on a Sunday. But because there's no preseason games to put Mitch Trubisky in live action to see how his decision-making actually is looking when he's going to be hit in the face... It's very different than having a shirt on your back that says you can't be hit. Because you don't yeah. care if Khalil Max coming with a hand in your face because, well, he's not going to hit you. Yeah. But if he's coming yeah, to end yeah. your career, you're going to be a little <laughs> bit more worried about it. At least, you know, if you've been, unless you've been on the Bears YouTube channel watching uh, their <laughs> yeah. practices, yeah. which, you know, I can't imagine anybody outside of the Chicago area is doing. Only Mitch Trubisky um, actually. We don't know, those. do we? Yeah, <laughs> maybe Ollie he better watches. Maybe he should watch choice. his plays back because it might help him. Yeah, um, but the, for the rest of us, you know, we don't really know what's been going on. And it, to be honest, I just the Bears are so uninspiring to me. I mean, it was a couple of seasons ago that we were talking about Matt Nagy being a great coach, and their defense came together and it was number one in the NFL. And now it's like oh, back to being completely irrelevant. That's what it feels. It feels like they're a, yeah. you know, six. They're not going to be a terrible team, I don't think. I but, mean, they weren't. Yeah, you know, they're a six and eight, six and eight team. They weren't a bad know, team like, when they had the double doink year. Six and ten teams. Sorry. Yeah, they'd the have, double doink have, year was unfortunate. They'd have lost to the Saints as well in the in the game after that in the playoffs. Yeah. But the double doink yeah. kind of crippled Matt Nagy's legacy a little bit because oh, I'm in the playoffs yeah. with the Bears and then beaten by cruel fate, but it just goes down as a loss and you know who a cares loss is a loss, point, whether so, it's yeah. by a point or a doink. Whereas, it just feels like they're really far away now, doesn't it? Especially like it, just even in their division, it feels like they're the last team. I've just got. To, I've, Ooh, I think okay. they will be. I disagree with that. I think they're worse than the Lions right now, but I don't know. I don't it depends what are. happens with Stafford. I think we'll they will be better than we think, but they will still probably be the weakest team in that division. I don't think the oh, Bears right. are like a duff team. I don't think they're a you know 
three, four wins. Pick their record then. What's their you record? You don't think they're the Jacksonville Jaguars, basically? No, definitely not. And I think there are other no, 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 no. franchises. No, I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I mean, I, I think they're I'm, like a six win team. I haven't, looked at, yeah, I haven't looked at their schedule, but I'd say like six. Closer to 500 than no wins kind of thing. No, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I personally um, think the Lions are the weakest team in that division, even with Matt Stafford. That's there. fair. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend. Just because I think as a as a whole team, the Bears are better, especially if you look at their defense. Their D D line's very very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you look at the Lions; they haven't really got any pieces outside of say Stafford, Golladay, and um, what's his face, the other guy. Uh, what's the other receiver called? Jones. That's it, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know their defense a lot. I don't know. Well, they got rid of the best be player, Darius Slate, and gave him to us. So. Got to the Eagles, yeah. That worked out nicely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that was pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, something, to, something nice to talk about with the Eagles. They've Just, got some of the Pats players, I think. <laughs> He's not on the uh, Wednesday injury report either, Darius Slate. So that's that's really a star nice. for you, Ollie. There you go. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> we were yeah. talking about that just before uh, you came on, Jazz. Just oh, really? How- yeah, just that was savage. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, you look at five of those players, key starting players. Alson Jeffrey, Derek Barnett, Lane Johnson, Jalen Ragel, Miles Sanders. All of those already on the Eagles injury report on Wednesday before the season starts. Yeah, and it's not a great start. Limited participation doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be out for the opening game or anything like that. But it's just like, that's the kind of thing that you don't want to see in week one to five you want to see all of those guys healthy and fine especially as the running game is going to be based around miles sanders jalen who is meant to be the guy to come in and complete that receiver core alshon jeffrey's the big tasty unit to throw out and Derek barnett's the beast coming off the edge and lane johnson we need as a tackle i mean we're going to have jason peters yeah. like hall of fame he still did well last year though, didn't he though in fact yeah yeah i mean i love jason peters hall of fame player um one of, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL, but he's been playing at right guard for a reason when he when they re-signed him because he's probably not quick enough and agile enough anymore to play left tackle. And then he walks mm-hmm. into... Um, That's Demarcus Lawrence's side, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he's going to get lit up by Demarcus Lawrence when he plays the Cowboys. Should be fun. Probably. Should but the be. Giants don't have much on the D-line, so you're okay. The Redskins maybe Chase Young's that side. Somebody said then Chase Young will get... just rip through him. Excited somebody about somebody Chase said Young. the Eagles are going to go eleven and five this year, and when I heard that, I was like, and oh. they are an idiot. Who <laughs> yeah. said that? Who was that? Rosenthal. Rosenthal. He's pretty high yeah. on the Oh my Eagles. goodness! So high. On Has he seen like, the schedule? He he was saying top twenty-five players in the Eagles are as good as top twenty-five in any other team. And I was like, oh. that's just <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Um. Let's so let's let's move away from that. Uh. The last I mean, one against the Chiefs, for example, the Chiefs win at least the top ten every single position. Yeah. But sorry, yeah. Uh, the last one before we do any of the uh, predictiony stuff and things like that was the um, just the thing that we were chatting about last night on the WhatsApp group that I kind of brought up the NFL referees thing, and just how we might have a really controversial season because of the, the changes because of the. It's referees. such a good point. I never. I, I didn't, didn't read about, about it at yeah. all, and yeah. I haven't read about it. So, so why don't you summarize yeah. it for us, Ollie? So you yeah. can just let everyone listen. So basically, because I don't know if anybody heard, but we've had this pandemic thing um, that is. Causing causing a few problems. I've heard about it. Uh, yeah, uh, some people have called it, been calling it a pandemic, as in Mahomes is going to take over, but it's not. It's a pandemic. Um, it's going to affect everybody. It's affected everything already with the NFL. But NFL referees is something that's kind of gone under the radar. But normally, refereeing crews are crews that work together, together throughout the season. Then they pick like the best guys from each crew and put them together for the playoffs. 
and you kind of have to rebuild that chemistry in the playoffs and they kind of work them that way. But during just the regular to, just season... Just to stop you there, sorry, Ollie. How stupid is that, by the way? How dumb uh, is that that you take, that you take play, referees that work together as a team and usually do quite well and you split them up to make all-star referee crews because you don't know make, each other you got to make sure you've got ed hockley in every single year when he was refing because <laughs> just for the biceps had the guns of steel man ed hockley <laughs> oh was, yeah that guy's jacked yeah i mean middle of winter jacked. doing lambeau field ed hockley's still in trying oh, yeah, to be yeah, in a yeah, vest yeah. top rather he, than a t-shirt yeah, i was gonna say he, he should be in one of those uh stringer vests shouldn't he yes he should um, so sorry Ollie, carry on so instead now they're not going to be in officiating crews and they're not going to be staying in uh, they will be staying in hotels together, but they won't be traveling together or anything like that. Referees going to have to drive themselves to the games and the allocations of games for individual referees is based on where they live. So refereeing crews are going to be mixed up every single week, depending on who's playing at home that week and where they're going to have to travel to. They're going to have to drive to these games, sometimes four to five hours the day before, which doesn't sound much, like much, but it is a long drive, it's a, a five-hour drive. drive. American um, standard, though, that's that's down the road. Uh, yeah, it's it's short for the US, but for the mind, it's still going to be like, oh, geez, I've just driven across the country, or like five hours of the country anyway. And, yeah. um, then they're going to get to their hotels. They're not going to be able to meet up in a single room together and run through game tape on the game before like they normally do. So they're going to have to do all of that via Zoom in their own individual rooms in the hotel, which again affects the chemistry and the discussion a bit of how they're going to make calls and how they're going to yep. look at individual players, etc. Um and then they're going to have, if anybody come, they're going to be tested the day before the game uh, and in the midweek before the game. So it's two tests a week, I think I read. And if anybody comes down with a, te- uh, with a positive COVID test the, week be- uh, the day before the game, they're going to have replacements that might be able to drive there to get there in time. And if they can't, then they're going to allow five to six man refereeing crews instead of seven man refereeing crews. Now, all of this sounds a little bit boring and like, yeah, okay, whatever. But if you've got five pairs of eyes instead of seven, like the number of holding calls, for instance, that people will see, the number of decisions, there are fewer people that are going to be able to look at that and make a clear visual call on what they've seen. So that's really going to affect it. The chemistry of how they're going to operate together is going to be massively affected. The way they dissect up game tape uh, before the game is going to be affected because they can't sit down in a room and discuss it together. And I just think it's obviously it's the best of the situation that we've got. But if you've got a guy who's driven, say, for a long day beforehand, is knackered when he gets to the hotel, runs through the game tape and then has to referee a game, two people shorthanded potentially, Yeah, you're kind of suddenly looking like this could get a bit crappy in terms of decisions that we see and i'm not saying that we should have extra leniency for referees we should always hold referees to account um and we have thankfully in the nfl video officials and everything like that do you think that we should use the video officials more then in this year if they're gonna but the nfl maybe there should be some allowance for speed up play so much in the last few years because of the problem of it even for NFL standards, being so stop-start and slow because of ad breaks. There is one way of doing that. I was going to say, though, the advert breaks could, you know, they could just make less money and then uh, then they could fix that. I I think they really like making, what, three billion a year or five billion a year or whatever. I would quite like that as well, to be fair, if I was an NFL owner. You you wouldn't wouldn't be going in being like, well, just let's just make four this year instead of five. (laughs) I wonder if you took, say, two advert breaks or three advert breaks out and you made it a... 10 minute or 20 minute shorter game if you get more viewers because there'd be fewer stops therefore the other breaks you had you could sell for more money it's so good though i mean oh I don't yeah i think you know the nfl's so popular if it was on the way down 
in terms of viewing numbers, then I think they would consider stuff like that mm. because they'd be like, why are we losing people? But they're only gaining people. Even internationally, I mean, it's getting bigger in the UK. That's why we're talking about it on this podcast. Well, I think that's the reason why... Because I'm global, baby! <laughs> I think that's why they're trying to, uh, trying to keep it that bit shorter because if you think of the people who say they don't want to watch the American football in this country, for example, it's always, oh, it's so stop-start. Oh, it's not. It's always got these advert breaks. Whereas if you take those out of it and make it quicker, you might be able to appeal to a wider audience. Maybe that's what I agree. But is that going to make up for like the lost advertising? They they would have run the, the question, numbers and all this no, stuff. Of course they, they would have done. People yeah, much yeah. smarter than us have done this. Didn't, oh, yeah. didn't they only? <laughs> so, they, I think there's a reason the last, why it's like it is. The last time they made an adjustment was like they removed one 30 second advert break in each quarter or something like that, and they were like, "See, look, we've sped it up by you know 20 minutes, Two minutes. a game or something like that." It's like, oh, great. Brilliant! It's still pretty long. Like <laughs> it's still six hours on my Sunday night, which I've got no problem so, with, to be honest. But but back to the officiating you, thing. Yeah. So are you saying it's kind of the the thing that nobody's talking about? I, I in think the NFL, it, but it could be affected I, a lot. I think there are going to be some pretty irate twenty thousand people in five stadiums this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. I, There's going to be some of those YouTube freakout videos coming out of Saints fans. Oh my Saints god! Fans. Can you hopefully believe Saints it? fans. I don't know the New Orleans accent. Actually, that was that, was, that wasn't it. That, I don't know what's yeah, the case of accent. Uh, I'm not going to do it because that could get real offensive real quickly. Um, but in Probably, Kansas, yeah. I imagine, yeah, in Kansas, uh, 16,000 fans tonight are going to be pretty livid when the roughing the passer call isn't called on Patrick Mahomes because two guys are normally used to looking downfield and one of them should have been looking at what happens to Mahomes after he throws or something like that. I just think it's going to end up uh, bad. It's a good point. Bad calls make big moments in the NFL seemingly every season. And yeah. this is a yeah. year where there could actually it could actually be rife with them. That's all. I mean, that's saying that it's not rife with them already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rife. You can look back and say there's quite a few really bad calls have been done quite a few times. R- rifer, rifer. Yeah, rifest. Rife. Rifest. Rifely so. <laughs> Rifely Rif- sounds a bit bang bang shoot shoot. Yeah, that's that's like oh he's getting a bit rifley at the moment as in yeah. like oh Patrick Mahomes is shooting them out it's pretty rifley from into the pocket Pac-Man there. Jones. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure. If more only had the drop for that one. Yeah. If you had the drop for that, that would be perfect. Help America at the moment. Uh, give it <laughs> so time. What America needs. Give it time. Um. Okay, we've uh we're gonna have to come back and start the predictions in a couple of minutes okay. or so. But um, before we go. Dave, um, it's quite pressure making these predictions, right? Like it's you're on the spot, you're making a big call. It's gonna hang over you the whole season. Um, I just want to take you back to the last time that you were under some pressure. And we were all—it was me, Yogi, and Max. Uh, <laughs> you're on the Max, clock, Dave. The internet, no, I'm not. The internet crashed as we started the draft, and by the time we got back, yeah, in, you're just about to auto draft your pick. <laughs> Yeah, you just took the Bills' defense. What, who did? You, you did. You did. I'm not on the clock. Yeah, <laughs> you were. Well, you You're joking. Off. No. Nope, you just picked the Bills' defense. Well, that's actually yeah. not the end of the world, but what the f***? <laughs> yeah, are you on the draft? How did you, how did you screw that up? You're on auto-draft, mate. You've got the little auto-draft. So... No. Do you, uh, <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to take us through anything like that? Any, explain any of that? <laughs> 
so that is audio from our draft. Ill-fated draft. Our, our fancy, uh, our fancy league last last week. I'm just trying to compose myself after hearing that back. It's just giving me flashbacks of uh, oh, wait, wait, the Bills defense. Wait till you see the I video. Was, it's phenomenal. Oh, did you get the bit afterwards where I got really mad at Jazz because he was enjoying it so much, and I was like, "Shut up, Jazz!" Oh, I can, I can acquire <laughs> I think that. Add that on. Yeah, I can acquire that. But uh, after having oh, shared so it with you upset. now, Dave, I'm going to put the in- that on the Insta to try and let everyone see the look on your face. There's a you, beautiful uh... moment where you're like <laughs> smiling, like, "Yeah, great," and then it's like, "No, you just drafted," it, and you're like, "What? What?" <laughs> it froze. It froze, and it just looked like I was well off picking. And yeah. then suddenly you guys were saying stuff to me and I was like, nah, they just put me on. And then I tried to do it on my phone and then they were both saying that they, the internet went down on my laptop. I was trying to do it on my phone and then the internet started working on my laptop again. So it kicked me out of the app on my phone and they were just going back and forward. Yeah. And I was just like, what? The Bills defense? I don't want to <laughs> Luckily, you got back in time to make your next pick because it was not too long away. I mean, the Bills' defense is the defense I actually wanted, but I took them in like round eight. Yeah, something something high. Like way early. Yeah, something real high. So annoying. (laughs) So I just want you to stay calm, stay cool in this moment. There's no auto pick or anything like that for these picks. (laughs) Hopefully, you've sorted it out yourself. Uh, and we will uh, we'll come back with some uh, with some yeah. picks in a sec. Good fun. <laughs> All right, I'll end this uh, this chat. Should we leave in next next one? Uh, yeah, go into the next one because we've only got what three minutes left on this. Three minutes. Okay, we'll go straight in, shall we? Right, Clicking cool. on meeting. Oh, before we go, before we go, because we can just talk because then we can go straight into recording. Yeah. On the next one, what uh, what order do you want to do now? Do you want to just? I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions. About predictions for this year, if that's so right. the MVP, rookie of the year, all that sort of stuff. I haven't really had a thought about it at all. It's just going to be as quick a snap reaction as I can give you. Yeah, I'm no real analysis unless you want yeah, to yeah. put some in. I just uh, just curious what you guys think. And then, did you want to pick? Um, I've got divisional NFC and AFC. I've got divisional winners, champions, and then oh, yep. conference championship games, and then okay. Super Bowl, and obviously Super Bowl winner. Ooh, and I've got some. Uh, have a look at that. I'm not sure who I want. I've got um, some predictions from some of our guests uh, from the last 12 months or so. Oh, cool. Uh, so oh, that's fun. Uh, Shane Vereens, by the way, and he fully admitted to this. Shane, I said, "Who have you got for the Super Bowl?" Meaning two teams. Is it weird? And he just said, "The Chiefs," but it's too early to call. And I was like, well, "Yeah." That's like the... that's why we're doing it, Shane. I said to him, I said to him, that's the Bloody most weirdo. Bill Belichick kind of prediction that you could mm-hmm. give. And he was like, Yeah, when do you want to call it? Do you want to call it the, the week day off? That they do it <laughs> like when they're when they're fourteen and two. Like, do you want to call it? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, you got me there. Yeah, it's... <laughs> he's had too uh, he's had too much tequila, isn't he? That's his... he can never have too much tequila. Honestly, man, that stuff just doesn't give you a hangover. Oh, he sent he sent you down a road. It's You're so a... rocky, but it's delicious. <laughs> you're going to go full because I had, I had yeah, one. Yeah, you're going to be running. You're going to be running on a treadmill, <laughs> drinking wine, <laughs> having some tequila. I had one yeah. when we drafted Ali. You didn't have a hangover, and then I had amazing. two last week. Uh, sorry, earlier this week when we drafted. Right. 
brought Sorry. to you by Gamma Ray. We are willing <laughs> to be sponsored by Gamma Ray. Oh my god. <laughs> by Can you imagine? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. That it'd be a problem though. It'd be a problem. You'd have to have a neck oil, a gamma ray, and a looperloid every podcast. Oh, I'd, I'd and go so up. Un- yeah. Um so unwell and alcoholic y. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> uh, right, questions. Okay. So, uh, I've asked you guys to have a look before the season starts who your MVP is, who your Rookie of the Year is, uh, who your Defensive Player of the Year is, and who your Coach of the Year is. Did you ask us this earlier? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I didn't read that at all. I I didn't actually do any research on it at all because I was in the middle of eating dinner. Snap snap thoughts on those then, if you can. So, I'll go, because Ollie probably needs a bit more time to think about it, I'll go MVP... Yep. I'm going not quite left field, but not far off it. It's been MVP before. Not for a few years. It's just changed teams. He's not been humble anymore. He's got a crazy wardrobe. Cam Newton. That's the silence of a big, big choice. That is bold. So bold. I really like it. <laughs> so bold. <laughs> I could what are really the odds s- on that. You really need to look at the odds on that, and I think you should put a pound on it. Let me have a look now. I think that you buying the hype that's coming out of New England at the moment, both by Cam and you know the oh, Cam's taken to the offense faster than we expected after the whole Cam's really struggling with the offense kind of comments and things like that. I wouldn't even say that. It's probably more a case of I just think that just a gut feeling of weirdness. he could just do it because if the way the offense would run there, they'd be running the ball really well with Brady there anyway. You put an option game into that with enough running back rotation, you don't know which way it's going to go. Cam's good at holding on to it. He can do the big jumping over the field. Brady was great at quarterback sneaks. Now you've got someone who can really sneak and actually run for yards. But to be MVP, Jazz, it's big. I mean, we're not yeah. just talking about him. It's being, big. If for, if he if he's a top ten quarterback and he's in the running for mvp i would be amazed that would be a huge huge year for for him but for him to actually be mvp over like patrick mahomes 28 to 1 the odds god that's not enough that is not not really i thought it'd be a hundred first player at 100 is nick bosa Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Yeah, but anybody uh, that's Teddy a quarterback is going to be mass- uh, like massively increased because it's nailed on for quarterbacks 90% but of the time. And Doesn't it feel like it's less likely than that? And if you're in that offense in New England under Bill Belichick, if the Patriots have that great year and Cam Newton is spearheading the offense with his running ability, with his ability to finish inside the 20-yard line as a runner. Oh, he's getting sucked in. He's buying in. No, I, I can see the method in the madness. It's fun. I like it. No, I, I'm, You've I'm got not, a safe I'm pair of hands in Julian just, Edelman to throw just... at as long as he's got the chemistry with him. Um, yep. You've got... Hopefully, hopefully um, Harry takes the next step. Thank you, Harry. Yeah, you've got a three-pronged backfield that should be able to help carry the load, and Cam can use that to work to his ability with his running game as well. It's just yep. whether he's going to be fit enough to survive a season, and if the Patriots are going to be that good. I uh, yeah, still win the AFC East. I'll I tell just you that don't. Now. I just don't see so, Cam winning it. I reckon they'll go, say, 10 and 6. Fascinating, Jazz. And they'll go deep. And I think they'll go deep on the back of Cam. 
I didn't okay. see you coming out with Cam Newton. No, no, no. I, I, just, I thought you were going to say Tom Brady yeah, no. when you started saying yeah. those things. No, I was like, oh, he's going Tom Brady, and yeah. I was like, wow, that's not crazy. I, I, was honest... trying to, I was trying to trying to hook you in, get you coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did well. You yank did well. you out of the water. Okay, okay. that just uh, came, that just came to me. By the way, that's just one that just off the top of my head. I thought, actually, I can see that. I'm going with that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Ollie. What do you reckon? Uh, uh, there's only two candidates for me, and it's the last yeah. two winners, and I don't know which one of the whole of this NFL season to me feels like a coin flip around those two, and I'll go Lamar Jackson to go back to back, because back to back because wow, he is so good. He is so good and so fun to watch, and that's the that's other thing that need. that's the other thing that happens with MVP is that you are a, if you're a quarterback that's really fun to watch and you're putting up yardage like People both like of those you. guys yeah, do, yeah, yeah. then, and I could just see again if he avoids that hit outside of the pocket like he did all last year, if he stays healthy and he continues to do what he did last year, there is I don't know if there's another quarterback aside from Mahomes that gets anywhere near him. I think so. Mine is Russell Wilson. Really? And okay. Yeah. And I. So you I think the both, Seahawks are going to be good enough I to think take that it, Wilson yes, to him? Okay. I think that it. I think that it could happen. I think he's the most likely after those two. I agree with you. And I think I just really want it to happen because he's having a Hall of Fame career, and he hasn't had that MVP love, and I I want him to get one. I know that he's got a lot of time. And it could happen in five years' time. It could happen in three years' time. But I just feel like the move for Jamal Adams in the offseason, the offense is coming together. It seems settled. I think the Seahawks are going to be strong this year. And I think Russell Wilson has always been that guy. He's always been that good. And they're so, unlucky to not finish top of the division last year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard. Like you're saying, for, for Lamar Jackson to go back-to-back, back, It. I mean it's incredibly difficult for these players to recreate these things and Patrick Mahomes you know it's basically him you know he won it the year before so for him to do go two in three I don't know it just feels like people voters don't like repeating votes I think and I think they'll look for somebody else Lamar is to me Lamar's Michael Vick on a really good team that knows how to play with Michael Vick and that's what Atlanta never really were able to do when Vic yeah, was big. That's, that's that's why I think he will continue the kind of oh, status. I'm going to go has. on a limb here yep. and say this: I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to have a good season. Fair. That's I can my... completely understand. Jazz is that's can, my Jazz feeling. Is going bold with everything. I, could, no, I just don't feel. Is... I just don't think he is. I wouldn't have. Say for example, defense if I was in the tenth round of fantasy, you dropped to me. I'd be like, mm, I'll take him, but I'm not sure it's going to go very well. And then I would take in Cam Newton and then watched him ride his way to the Super Bowl. Okay, okay, okay. We'll leave it on that hot take. Moving on. Defensive player of the year. What do you reckon? You got strong feelings? That's or is tough, it just Aaron it? is it just Aaron Donald all through and through? Uh, I don't, well, think I don't know. Donald. I don't think I don't I think he hasn't got enough not that he needs help on the D on his D line, but if he had a bit more help on his D line he'd make more of an impact because he's always double teamed or triple teamed. He still Ste- break his way through, but he could do with a bit more help. It was Stefan Gilmore last year, wasn't it? It was. It was going to be yeah, him, was, Chandler yeah. Jones, it and TJ Watt. A bit of a little bit of a weaker year. TJ Watt's mine. Yeah, I was going to say put I that think, out there. So that's my pick. I think oh, TJ. So you're going to say that he's going to get over fourteen and a half sacks. 
Was that Ollie? <laughs> that, yeah. Was that Ollie that said it? it Ollie, didn't Ollie said under. Sorry, I said sorry, under. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Me and you, me and you are in agreement. We we really like. Yeah, it. but what was I watching uh, the other day that was saying like following sacks to judge a defensive player is the dumbest thing that you can do because it's not about the number of sacks they get; it's about how it's they pressures. pressure. And and, uh, yeah, but he does that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's not just a, So I'm saying TJ Watt could be machine. under 14 and a half sacks and yet still be defensive player of the year. Um fine. Yeah, I reckon I reckon point, it might point. be our old friend JJ. JJ Watt. He's not going to stay healthy. He can't stay I'm, healthy. I'm going out on a limb on this one too. JJ Watt. You are like you're going some crazy. But I think you need to put a pound on all of these cuz they I don't like, think they do defensive player of the year. Let me have a look. Do they not? Don't think they do I it as a bet. They, I bet they take Let's odds see. on everything, don't they? No, I got MVP. That's it. Oh, okay. All right, I'll uh, I'll go with Marshall Lattimore. Ooh, okay. Because Lattimore is quality, and they are going. That is yeah. going to be an air offensive down in the NFC South, and if Lattimore can lock up the best in that division, which he's highly capable of doing. Yep, has done before. Oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. he could be in for a big shout. I've I've seen him just basically mark um, Julio Jones out of a game. You don't want to be stuck on Revis Island, and you don't want to be floundering in the deep of Latimore Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> I like the alliteration a lot there. Maybe you yeah. should try and tweet that at him and see if that's what he decides to call it himself. I'll uh, I'll send a tweet out to him. Don't worry. You should do. That's cool. We're pretty tight. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Okay. Rookie Rookie of the Year. Oh, you I think that's a fun one. That's a fun okay, one. They're, they're, okay, there are four in the... A lot of people are going to watch Chase Young, but I don't think he's going to get it. There's so one. I, I reckon there's, there are three, and they're all from LSU. Because I think Justin Jefferson's going to go off in Minnesota as the number two receiver. And I think mm-hmm. he's going to be an absolute stud. Hence why Eagles fans will rue... I've got him in fantasy. ...will so rue nice. <laughs> missing him on. and yep. taking Jalen Rager. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The running back in Kansas City. Uh, Clyde. Double barrel. Clyde. Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's who I've got, by the way. That's uh, going to be who wins it. Who, so, who is going to probably Win get it. Win the, the rookie of the year. Yep. And I think all eyes are still going to be on Joe Burrow. And if Joe Burrow has an acceptable year, because he's a quarterback in Cincinnati, of all places, I think it will just end up the story... And if he has a, a solid it year... It tends to be quarterbacks as well. It, it will be, be really easy for him to take it. Yep, yep. So I reckon Joe it was Burrow. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray last year. And then... Um, oh, who was it the year before? Couldn't tell you. Maybe Saquon Barkley? Oh, it might have been Saquon, actually. I'm telling you, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to win that. That offense. Yeah, that's who I've got. That system. That ability. I'll go, jo- I'll go Joe Burrow. There's a reason why I was so happy to get him in our our draft. But yeah. And Ollie was so upset that I took him. He thought it was the most ridiculous thing ever. I just don't... He's got great... I think you took him a little bit high, wasn't it? I think that's why we were questioning He's pick seven. No, but I was was eighth, wasn't I? Was I seventh or eighth? Either way. I was eighth. I picked him in eighth. Okay. He's he's got good odds for the opening touchdown of the NFL season, by the way, if you want to check that out. Oh, really? What was his odds? Uh, I can't remember where um, I was looking at William Hill but um, I, off the top of my head I can't remember and they had a really nice combo bet of uh, what was it it was him to get the first touchdown for the Chiefs and then six, six Fuller to, to get the first touchdown for Houston and that was something Ooh. like 18 to 1 I think 
Well, I like that. I might have to check that one out. That was on Hill as well, was it? Yeah. Thank you, William Hill. Uh, yeah, that was a little combo bet. Any, any okay? Uh, wh- coach of Coach of the Year. That's tough. I'll throw mine out then. Belichick for me. Oh, I think okay. he's. I think he's he's not really been winning that award. I think he's only had one. Um, and it's kind of just a given that he's the best coach in the league. Yeah, and everybody knows it. Yeah. But you don't want to kind of celebrate and it tends to be coaches that overcome adversity there hasn't been a lot of adversity to overcome when you're in that division what's adverse about having a in. former mvp at quarterback yeah well it is when he just oh. got basically booted off a team and they've lost their last hall of fame quarterback so like New England Patriots fans moaning enough, about there's this. There's enough court. adversity for them to get it to for him to get that narrative going and for him to get Patriots it. fans moaning about the quarterback position is like Arsenal fans moaning about oh we only make the Europa League every year like you're still one of the top sides in English football so shut up you've still got an MVP quarterback you just haven't got the best ever quarterback that where's the adversity until he wins MVP this year so Belichick I think the reason why Belichick year. Belichick doesn't get the, the awards like that because you expect it from him. So it's no longer a greatness. Yeah. It's because you expect it. Like uh, for us in in normal football, or soccer, um, Sir Alex Ferguson didn't win win many manager of the months, manager of the years, Yeah, but he consistently won fucking everything. So if you're winning everything, who gives a shit about the little kind of coach It's like of year well, you get your award when you raise your... Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, your I'll, I'll drop my trophy. little award yeah. here. Here's my Champions League trophy or my Premier League trophy. Yeah, I mean, like, those you go, oh yeah, come back. Like Mourinho did. Three trophies. Remember, that thing is three Premier Leagues. That's how I've many won I've three. won. three. No respect. Yeah. No respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's three. what it's like. How many others have won three? But of course, Bill will be doing his little ring dance, won't he, with all eight in his fingers. Yeah. Um, I still don't know for Coach of the Year. I'm going to go as a home pick. I'm going to go Mike Tomlin. Nice. Because yeah. I reckon the Steelers will go, as I said before, 12-4. and four, And I reckon we'll make it deep in the playoffs. I'm not th- I'm not as high on their um, win total, but I am. I think they're definitely a playoff team. Well, if you looked at the ESPN... Um, I'm quite excited about them, to be honest. The ESPN run, a supercomputer ran it 20,000 uh, 20, times a season, and the average win rate for the Steelers is 12-4, and four, as was the Ravens. So I've seen a lot of predictions of like Steelers for the Super Bowl. It just depends on on uh, Roethlisberger. If he's there, yep. then it's if, all it's all around him. I mean, like we just need to score eighteen points last year. If we could score eighteen points a game, we win most games because our defense has given up just seventeen. But we were score they, they gave up like seventeen point two, but no seventeen point eight. But we scored seventeen point two, something stupid like that. If we just score one extra point a game on average. We're winning. And the defensive players have got an extra year to get used to the system, learn what they're doing. Minka Fitzpatrick's there for the whole year. The only thing I'd say about that, I agree I agree with all of it. The only thing I'd say is that his, history-wise, it's very hard for defences to repeat Oh yeah, great mm. years. And it, it's, it's kind of a bit like floozy, like it doesn't make sense because you've kind of, the, the pieces can all still be there, but defenses just don't seem to have the same consistency as offenses so i don't know i don't think that's going to happen i think they're going to be a top three defense but i could just these these things happen all the time they do with defenses and you just think oh that was weird like last year they were amazing 
Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Hopefully they're good for you, Jazzy. Mike McCarthy in eh? Dallas. Ooh. He he gets coach of the year. What are you doing? Why are you putting that out? What in the are world? you doing? I hate that. I hate that you just. Did I don't. That. I don't. Can you, can you like go have a myself? shower, please? Because you should be washing yourself off with that dirty talk. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That was disgusting. From with an the Eagles jersey fan. in the background. Yeah. Oh, Jazz, have you got Jazz? Can oh. You, can you have a word with your mate? I, He's not my mate. <laughs> Not I can't be associated with this bullshit. Oh, I hated it. <sighs> All right, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, all right, okay. Joe, what just, games? No, no, hold on one second. Justify it. Come on. Uh, the just the it. justification is is that the NFC East is going to be walked over by Dallas, and it's going to make them look really good. And because of the hype that Dallas always generate when they have a really good season, and they'll probably end up having a decent run in the playoffs because. Their team on paper isn't complete garbage. <laughs> Ollie, Ollie, and, Maca- Ollie. and Mike McCarthy will be. Oh, don't put Ollie. this out. Mike there. McCarthy oh, no, will do be praised do for it. doing what wasn't oh, done like before it. at America's He's... team. And you know that people like Troy Aikman and Jimmy Johnson on TV will just be banging that drum week in. We count. Oh, this Just, is this is oh, this is self-flagellation. Oh, Mike this is right here. Mike this is, this, oh, it's gonna this be. is self-loathing to its max. This is a typical Just, Eagles fan, isn't it? It's, Dallas are not going to win the division, and they're not going to be walk, walking all over the they NFC are gonna, East. I think they are going to win the. Division. I think the Eagles still do it. I don't think really? I do. Yeah, I don't okay. think the the Cowboys have got the impetus I think, to do it. I'm, I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to have the year that, that a similar year to what they did two, three years ago when they went like 12, 12 and, and four. 4 12 and 4 regular season and then they get knocked out maybe first round maybe in the divisional round do you not remember looking at their schedules in the NFC East and the, the divisions they're playing they're yeah, playing the, I'm pretty sure they're playing the AFC North and the NFC South is that correct Ollie? Uh yeah so that's six games that most of those teams are probably going to lose I don't think the Cowboys are going to beat the Browns I don't think the Cowboys they're going to have a chance to beat the Bengals but I don't think they need to beat the Bengals so I think they're already at ten wins at most. You don't think they'll meet the beat the Bengals? Nope. All right, this is. This I really is don't rate the Cowboys at all. I think that on paper they have a team, but on in reality, I think they just aren't that good. I don't think their defense is very it, good. But isn't isn't it classic Cowboys to have a bad year, a good year, a bad year, a good year? Like, I mean, last year wasn't a bad year. It was a eight. It was a bad year. And the year before the was eight and eight as well. I last think. year was an embarrassing right. year for Dallas. Last year was a terrible year. But yeah, but that's but it wasn't a losing year. It still was eight and eight. I'm pretty no, sure the year before they were in eight and eight. It was it was a really embarrassing year for Dallas last year. Well, the same thing it was for the Eagles too, but they they still won the division. Uh, look, I, I it's the, only the Cowboys be, completely the reason, choked at the end of the year. The reason why the Cowboys why McCarthy will get it won't be necessarily because Dallas are fantastic or anything. It will be the number of Cowboys that, like the media influence, because when Dallas do well, places like Fox Sports because Aikman's so big there. And Jimmy Johnson, people like that, just start blabbering on about like, oh, Tony. Think they oh. just they stuff the ballots. They're just like it's like how Arsenal. It's like how Arsenal win just, every oh. single social media voting contest because all of That's their the fans are on social media Arsenal. more. Yeah, it, I know. It makes just, makes me think that you don't like Arsenal, Arsenal very much. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, but but I, all their fans I, are so active on social media. So when there's a social media vote, Arsenal end up winning it, and it's the same with Dallas. Except thankfully, the MVP isn't social media. Coach of the year isn't social media. But yeah, it would just. 
This is making could... me so angry you saying that. Jazz has got so many uh, bold predictions. I really do. Year, I but... honestly think. But I really. I just just going back to it. Can I just, you know, like just have some self respect, Ollie. Like, don't you know? Don't like. <laughs> Why? Why do you got to do that? It's supposed to be fun, you know. Maybe podcast's fun, football's fun. We're just getting started. I really know. wanted to I say that. Sure Fal- right, hang on a second. Hang on a second. The Falcons are probably going to only win six games this year, but I feel all confident. Let's get excited about this year. Let's not dwell in the depths in the basement, being like, <laughs> "Oh, please, nobody hit me." Oh, the Cowboys are going to get- be so good. Mike McCarthy's going to. Oh, it's a conspiracy. The Cowboys fans are going to get the coach of the year. No. I just don't want to hear it. The other one, the other one I had was Bruce Arians, and that one that's, I'd really that's like to see. That's more likely. I'd yes. really like to see. Bruce Way Arians. more likely because we like Bruce Arians. Positivity. And Come on, but, the Tampa Bay probably going to win the but Super this, Bowl. But this so. this jersey behind me doesn't allow me to be that positive. <laughs> it does because you won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, he years didn't. Ago. Come on, he fucking didn't. We're, yeah, but you've won more Foles Super Bowls back. in the last twenty-five years than Dallas have. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so who gives sorry. a shit about Dallas? Sorry for bringing the mood down. You Dave. know what? That that stirred anger in me, like really Leonard Fournette stirs anger in Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how much I did not like that. Because also, yeah, by the I, way, I, I people also hate people I will say, out. "Well, Mike McCarthy was a great coach in Green Bay, but it was just Aaron Rodgers being stubborn," and then play into that Aaron Rodgers narrative that's been building up as well. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. Right. What um <laughs> what games are we picking out? What two games are you excited about this week? The opener what? has to be one of them, hasn't it really? No. Doesn't have to be. You can if you want. For me it's the opener because one yeah, it's the, the start of the season and two that was a absolutely unbelievable playoff game. Granted yes. we're not going to see those teams in that sort of form, but we might do. So you expect a good high-scoring game. It'd be a very good advert for the game again. That's my that's what I'm really looking for. I'm looking forward to watching that tomorrow on Game Pass when I wake up. I'm looking forward to watching the Texans getting blown out by Kansas City tonight. It's foot on the neck. We're back. <laughs> and F you. Good night. Texas, this Texans team isn't... It's lacking its biggest threat offensively. They haven't taken a, they haven't taken a step, have they, this offseason? They haven't made any moves to make up for well, it maybe really. Dave, all... maybe david johnson or maybe be able to recreate something similar no nah, whereas this chiefs team is just powerful uh i'm most they kept e- all their bits as well the best the best game yep. without a doubt is taking place in the superdome down in new orleans as oh, tom yeah. that's, that's brady breeze yeah, tampa uh... new orleans that is the battle for the nfc south sorry dave yeah. but yeah. right there that no, is a fine. huge game for the opening weekend. That is the standout one to me. I um, agree with that as yeah. well. Those are two I'm games. I'm so excited about it. And we just don't know we don't know if it's all going to come together. You get these super teams on paper, but can Arians make it work? Has Tom Brady got enough left in his arm to actually pass to this huge array of weapons he that does. he's got around him? Is Gronk going to play a uh, much down there oh, i don't know there's so many yeah. things and we've just been talking about them all off season and uh your boy leonard finette's probably gonna get some snaps as well so we're, we're saying when you weren't here that week three week four he's probably starting and gonna be t- making a huge impact yeah. yeah um and it's like brady breeze it's just two of the greats yeah two over 40 quarterbacks dueling it out yeah it <laughs> that's the most miserable game for there not to be any fans in because that's an amazing I know. stadium. I know. Because it's kind yeah, of yeah. still a bit old, and mm-hmm. like it's a 
bit of a retro stadium compared to a lot of the other ones these days. But it's got that roof. It gets so noisy. You get people banging the metal grates at the back and you can really hear it echoing <laughs> around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be um, super um, The other, So my other oh, my other one, sorry, uh, sorry, Ollie. I was, I was going to uh, be a homer and say Falcons Seahawks, but I think a better game for me, a more interesting game, because I'm excited about the Falcons anyway, mm. even if they were playing the Miami Bengals. or something. Um, Browns Ravens, <clears throat> because I was one of the people who got really caught up last year in the Browns hype, and then had to uh, wash my face halfway through the season. Like Ollie's going to do that Cowboys uh, pick. <laughs> Hopefully, um, but I just I don't know. It feels like I'm really I'm still high on Baker Mayfield. I think that he can come back and have a good season. And I really want to see where the Browns are. Now, going into at the Ravens' nest is not a place you want to start week one. Because <laughs> the Ravens have only got stronger this offseason. And I'm really, they are such a good organization that they managed to uh, voluntarily let go their Pro Bowl safety, who's probably a Hall of Famer. And I think it's probably a good move because they're just. They're like, you're unbalancing our team. You're a bad guy. We're a good enough team. This is how good we are. We can just let you go. And I think they're just... The Calais Campbell move... Well, I just, Derek, that was a big uh, one. The Ravens, the Ravens are legit. Derek Henry and made Old of, Thomas a pushover, quite literally. So He did, but he still had a good year, <laughs> Old Thomas, outside yeah, of that. Yeah. But yeah, he, he made him look like a little boy then. But I just think <laughs> either way, I'm going to be happy watching that game because either the Ravens just come out firing and they're just wicked to watch... And I'm going to enjoy that. Or I'm going to see some progress with the Browns and I want to see them have a good year. So That's fair. That's fair. That's a, that's a really... I, that's that's one. Uh, my other ones, it's a toss-up yeah, yeah. between... Kind of in a similar vein. I want to know what the 49ers have And the Cardinals have done and what the Cardinals a, have done yeah. in terms of... Absolutely. That's like an interesting marker for the rest of this mm-hmm. year. And the other one is the Packers-Vikings. Because okay. I want to see what Aaron Rodgers is coming into this season. Like, is he is he coming out like this is against division rivals? Prob- probably the battle for the top spot in the NFC North. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. Is Aaron yeah. Rodgers chip on the shoulder, or is Aaron Rodgers f you? I will do whatever. And do the Vikings have enough now to look like a team that can topple the Packers in that division? So yeah, I I'm. There's some really flip. good games, guys. There's some really it's good games. It's a fantastic games. weekend. It's a great weekend of sport, actually. Oh, Return of the Premier League. Man. There's England, Australia one day, ODIs. So, uh, 16, 16,000 fans expected to be in 76,000-seater stadium Arrowhead whoop tonight. Whoop. Miami is allowed 20% fans, or 13,000, according to uh, Hard Rock Stadium. The Colts are going to allow two and a half thousand fans, which is wow, generous. less than I think they get at the combine. Is that just like family <laughs> members? Lucas an extended family I have members. no idea. So, <laughs> Seems pointless. So the Browns are going to have a handful of fans in their first couple of games. Obviously, they're away this week at the Ravens. But you can get a $380 ticket to the Browns opener on Thursday night football against the Bengals, which I actually thought, considering tickets are so limited to like 20000 isn't that bad. 380 bucks to go and see, to go to an NFL game this year. To watch like, the Battle of I, Ohio. 
I don't know how much yeah. are they normally. I mean, it's 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 more a case of like it's quite a rare thing to be able to get if tickets are limited to twenty thousand, and to get out and feel kind of normal watching an NFL game right in front of you. It's not too bad. Uh, the Jags are going to have yep. sixteen thousand seven hundred ninety-one apparently uh, seats. Precise. Twenty-five percent of their stadium. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have undisclosed how many they're going to have in their stadium, but the uh, state of Texas is going to allow them fifty percent. <laughs> potentially which is a huge oh, <laughs> classic texas, texas move not giving hey a hey florida you're gonna have 25 percent. we're gonna have 50 we're gonna do it that was great ollie that was so good uh, yeah cleveland's possibly uh six thousand or so for their first two games and i really oh. i really rate the tampa bay buccaneers in Florida, where Miami and Jacksonville are going to have fans, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have said for their first few games they're not going to have fans at all, which only shows that having a really old man like Tom Brady in the building does come at some sort of sacrifice, and that's having fans just in case of COVID. <laughs> very good, oh, very good. That's all. That's all. Second right, there. pick six. So uh, should we should we stop and should we do our bets? Do you want to do the bets? We've only got five yeah. minutes left, haven't we? I tell you what, let's quickly... That's enough. Uh, before enough before we go to the before we go to the bets, because there's the bets and then there's the divisional and Super Bowl and stuff like that. Ah, uh, sorry. Okay, but all right. So should we do that and then let's, let's, we'll do the bets? I'll quickly run through the Super Bowl predictions that I've got from some of the people that we've had on recently on the podcast. Nice. So nice. Um, this is one of the uh, meets that we did uh, in the summer a while back, or I only spoke to this guy. But Ollie Hunter, who's the... Uh, producer for the NFL at Talk Sport. He thinks it's going to be a Packers against Chiefs Super Bowl. He's a Packers fan, by the way. Uh, Charles Walford, who is a journalist for the Times covering the NFL, thinks it's going to be a Ravens victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Richard Graves, NFL reporter for Sky Sports, says it's a Chiefs-Cowboys Super Bowl. Matthew Sherry, uh, head of Gridiron Magazine, um, and just released a book as well. Actually, it's meant to be good. It's a hundred year anniversary, hundred years of the NFL told in twenty games. It's meant to be a really good read. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, he reckons it's good. He's a huge Patriots fan, and he's calling it a Bucks victory over the Ravens. Um, Marlon favorite, <laughs> Marlon favorite has said it's going to be Chiefs against Saints. Yeah, or it's going to be Ravens against Dallas. <laughs> but not the Ravens <laughs> against the Saints or the Chiefs against Dallas. <laughs> well, at least he's called it one way or the other. Uh, and I guess. And Shane Vereen. We'll take his first time. Shane Vereen, uh, New England Patriots Super Bowl winner, has said, uh, it didn't give me a, a game for the Super Bowl, but he said the Chiefs are going to win it, although it's too early to tell. <laughs> Which is something just yeah so like saying oh it's the team's 15 points 14 points behind. they scored two touchdowns they're level yeah yeah that's right so big that's thanks much, big eh? thanks to those guys just for sending in the uh the messages this <laughs> afternoon with their predictions um you need to stay off that don julio it's affecting the uh the prediction ability I know. let's <laughs> let's take a quick break come back with the divisional winners uh championship games super bowls and then our bets for the week first ones all right okay uh let's go into let's start with the basics eight divisions eight victories eight winners 
who takes each division. Oh. I know Dave is looking at them at the moment. So, Jazz, let's start with you. Let's start with the AFC North, where your Pittsburgh Steelers tend to hide. I'm. I said this <laughs> when we did our predictions for our seasons. I still think the Ravens will win the division, Fair even on. though I think Lamar Jackson is not going to have a good season. What about down in the dirty south of the AFC? That, I think, is the Colts to lose. The East? Yeah. The East is the Pats. And the West? West is going to have to be the Chiefs, isn't it? Apparently so. Nowhere else is going to go. All right, take me take me across the NFC then, Jazz. Let's start so in the NFC North, North I'd say we're looking at Packers. NFC south? East. Oh, south, you south? South, yeah, North, South, going East, going Bucks. The Bucks. Ooh, the Yucks. Okay. And okay. then on the East, I'm going for <laughs> your favourite team, Ollie. Not the Cowboys, for the record. The Eagles. And on the West, the West is tough because any four of those could win it. But I'm going to have yeah. to go based on strength of roster. It's going to have to be the 49ers. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I agree with a lot of those. All right. So give me your uh, AFC North. I'll go Ravens. The South. And in the South, I'm going Colts. The East. It's Pats or Bills. I'm going to go Bills. Okay. Ooh, okay. I'm going Bills. Okay. Dave believes in Josh Allen. Wish casting a bit. Kansas City, obviously, in the West. The North in That's the a NFC. I'm going Green Bay. I'm sorry to say to Vikings. The South. I think. I'm not sorry to say because they were Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Saints in the South all day, and then they lose in the playoffs, and they cry. And they <laughs> the East? He's going to pick the Cowboys. 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 Oh. I'm so sorry. Probably, probably so somebody's going to get coach of the year out of that division. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't mean the Eagles it's aren't Probably Ron Rivera for going 6-10. and 10. That's coach of the year stuff from him. Yeah, for... for Dealing with all of the stuff that he's going to have to deal with this year. Yep, <laughs> as absolutely. The f- as the football team own, uh, head coach. And what about the West? I think Seattle. I think Seattle are going to win. But it's going to be so tight. It might be like... It's not going to be... It might, 11 of, they went 11-5 last year. I think they could go 11-5 again and that might take the division. Because I think they might all like split. They might all beat each other it's savage yeah we're all i think we're all on a similar what you saying we're all on a similar wavelength i've got the afc north with the ravens the south with uh the colts the east with the pats and the west with kansas city and then the north in the nfc i'm going green bay the south i'm going new orleans the east i'm i'm going philadelphia of course you are only that's the smart choice Flies in the face of earlier comments. I know but completely. I, I like that you. I like that you're coming around to some positivity. That's, that's the heart picking. Football's that's fun. the heart picking. Uh, and the West, I'm going with the 49ers, and I've scribbled out about. I've scribbled out both the Seahawks and the Rams. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because I initially went with them. Um, okay, what about the championship games? Tough. A- AFC Championship. Chiefs Steelers. No, 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 no. Sorry. Chiefs Patriots. Ooh, Chiefs Patriots. Yeah. 
Wow. Oh yeah. Well, you think uh, Cam's going to be MVP? So they're going deep. Yeah. Have to. I've got. I've got Chiefs. Uh, I've got the AFC Championship game that we thought we were going to have last year, and we kind of deserved Chiefs Ravens. I've got Chiefs okay. Ravens. Yeah, I hope yeah, so. Good. I hope Chiefs. we get. It, I still think uh, that conference, despite the Patriots, is a coin flip between those two. Yep. Uh, what about the NFC? Oh, fucking who knows, man? Jesus. Forty Nine is against the Bucks. Okay. All right. That, that, That's what I'm saying. That'd be a fun one to watch. Yeah, I like that. I've got uh, I've got Seattle against Green Bay. It's going to be a repeat of what we're going to see this Sunday, Week One, to the Championship game. The road to the NFC goes through the NFC South. It's the New Orleans Saints against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers once again. Brady v. Breeze Whoa. in the shootout Big. to decide who goes to the Super Bowl. Big. And it's okay. and it's one. By Drew, mother loving breeze, and then he loses in the Super Bowl. Nice, and they, nice, they lose. Nice. They lose to even more crushing. I have actually I like got it, it as they like they it. lose to the Baltimore Ravens yeah, in the Super Bowl. Sweet, sweet. Lamar so Jackson have... MVP and the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl champions. Wow, wow, wow. So I'd say Cam and the Patriots against Brady and the Bucks in Tampa Bay. That's literally oh, that's so master good. versus apprentice. That... That's Darth Vader coming back to either beat. Can you Obi-Wan. imagine how like the media heads that would, would be, be losing big? Their so I'm going with that. That's my <laughs> yeah. That's my uh, that's my that's my pick, and I pick. That's fun as hell. Brady to, to win his seventh over Belichick. Oh, I'd love the cameras at that hug. You would could be... not. So good. Anywhere near it. So I'm saying that's what's going to be. I like Cam, it. Having another another time in the Super Bowl, he's going to go out crying. I think you've had an absolute stormer on this podcast, Jess. I'm not. Gonna I've lie. had some. I've had some big ones. They've, There's some. You've you've bold. gone really big. <laughs> yeah. That could end but up it's, crashing and burning in four of, weeks. But hey, it's it's worth a shot. It's a lot you of can't fun. I feel bet like... against the Patriots though. Like it's just a. I, I completely understand where you're coming with it. Because we've said we for years, graph, uh... it's a situational quarterback thing. <laughs> Ollie's so besotted with that pick. He loves it. <laughs> we've said for years that anybody Brady's can step into the Patriots and do yeah. what Tom Brady does. And Cam Newton with a restructured shoulder is the perfect example of whether it's the case or not. And not just that as well. Talking about back to Brady being a system quarterback, the Aryan system is really friendly for quarterbacks. So he's gone from one very good offensive-minded and also great defensive-minded coach in Belichick to a very good offensive-minded coach in Arian. So it's not like he's gone from him to fucking Freddie Kitchens. He's going from a good coaching system to another good coaching system. So even if he does do really well, unfortunately for Brady, he still could have the label of system quarterback because he chose a quarterback-friendly coach to go to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it'll shake it. It's going to be his offense. It'll shake it, yeah, but still it's... It's it, still... It'll Taylor Swift it, Jess. Be It'll different. shake it off. It'll shake it off. It's all right. If Brady wins it with Tampa, it will shake off the Belichick. If... Can I just say, Jazz, your like podcast for me kind of like started on a high because I was you know, excited to talk to you yeah. and then went to a real low with Leonard Fournette yeah. chat. And then it just kind of built like slowly up with all of your like mad, like Picks. fun, crazy predictions. Yeah. And now we're just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like... 
um, the price of gold over the last <laughs> yeah. like uh, like year is yeah. just going exponentially yeah. up as everything everything gets weirder. Everything's all uncertain. We don't know what's going on. Everybody's buying gold. Everybody's buying jazz. Yeah. That's what yeah, wait, you know wait, it. wait till the bets, though. As soon as Jazz said spread betting, the uh, the value of the Jazz is going to drop massively in my uh, Yeah, it's actually maybe when I, said, when I said gold, which has been around for like 2,000 years as a currency, I meant more like Bitcoin. Yeah, it's, it's a like, weird ooh, cryptocurrency ooh, that's going to really like, go in and out. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to tank because there's no value. Just put yeah. a bet on Bucks to win the <laughs> NFC and the Pats to win the AFC. Fair. 65 to 1. Fair. pound on that. Mid podcast gambling. I like that. Yeah. Mid podcast that's gambling. Do. That's what we're all that's about. What we that's do. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Gambling so and what, pancakes. Uh, that's what this podcast does. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, talking of gambling, then, what are your picks this week? Uh, Who wants to go first? All right. I'll 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 fire out. I'll fire out. Okay. All is up first. Let's go. Um, I'm get. I'm a bit of an animal lover this week. I'm not gonna lie. So. The Lions are going to beat the Chicago Bears. Uh-huh. Not true. The Eagles are going to beat the Washington football team. I really hope Definitely so. Definitely going to yep. happen. That's a problem if you don't. There are some dirty birds down in Atlanta that are going to peck the eyes out of the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Aaron chip on my shoulder Rogers. What the f- was that dave he's gonna i don't know it was like i'm like flying and i'm like like clawing the air <laughs> it was like the ultimate warrior had a little bit of an incident <laughs> aaron, Sorry, aaron chip on his shoulder rogers is gonna go into minnesota and get a game win teddy bridgewater is going to get a victory in his first game as a starter for the carolina panthers oh okay and then tom brady is going to go into the Superdome with Bruce Arians, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, and of course, Mike Mother Evans and tear that place down. And that's so Lions, Eagles, Falcons, Packers, Panthers, and Tampa Bay giving me... What have you got on that? 68 to 1. It's pretty good. I think it's the... I assume it's the Panthers that's really bucked you up That will help because that's Packers unlikely aren't, to Packers me, but... aren't favourites. Packers aren't Tam- favourites. Tampa Bay aren't favourites either, and the Falcons. But they're probably Falcons small, small underdogs. I would have thought Panthers have uh, got one of the worst teams. I would say this year. Yeah, but it's... I'd be impressed if they win four games. Vegas Raiders, though, I, I don't trust the Raiders. Still, you're not buying I'm in. Not yet, buying in yet. I don't trust them either. Especially as they um, don't want their starting quarterback. So that's fair. <laughs> Okay, I'll go. I am also looking at those lions. That's like the safe bet. <laughs> and I like what I'm looking. I like where I'm looking because I don't care about the bears. I'm not interested in them. So let's put them to sleep. Hibernating bears reference. Atlanta Falcons. I've got beating the Seahawks because, you know, I'm a homer and uh, that's what I do. And then uh, Colts to beat the Jags, which is a really safe one. Um, I've got Browns to beat the Ravens, which Ooh, I know is I know punchy. I've got to I, you got to put a twist on these things. Had, you you, a... you, you got to have one. You got to have one. And I I want to believe in these Browns. And if you're gonna if you're gonna beat the Ravens, maybe week one is the uh, is the time to do it. I don't know. Uh, and then I've got Buffalo Bills beating the Jets. That's pretty safe. 
I can't imagine the Jets are going to do much this year. And then I've got the Steelers beating the Giants. Fair enough. And that gets me a more conservative 39 to 1. Fair. Okay. That, that Browns one is so bold, though. It's, it's not as bold Dicey. as when he picked the Cardinals to beat the 49ers. Yeah, In that I, bet I, that I, never I, saw the day light of day. I checked out of that. Yeah. I, I think that was the that. right move. So I've yeah. obviously, because I like to use the spread, I've got a bit of spread betting in here too to try and increase my odds a little bit. So I do believe in the black and silver and the black hole and the, the place where people's dreams come to die. Although it's not actually at that stadium, is it? It's actually Carolina. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm picking the Raiders with a minus Good three start. spread. I'm picking the Eagles to beat the Washington football team. (laughs) Jesus, I invested all this money in jazz currency. Oh, no! I invested in so much jazz coins. Came down. So Raiders minus three against the Panthers. I've gone the Eagles minus six against Washington football team. I don't think the Lions are very good. I think the Bears are going to beat the Lions. So the Bears are my pick. Much like Ollie, I do believe the Packers now. Rodgers are going to go in and just torch. Maybe not torch. Maybe torch. Kirk Cousins and his ineptitude. I've got the Colts beating the Jags at minus eight because they're going to probably run the score up on them. And I've also went Falcons, but I went plus two on the spread because I think they still, they might do it, but if they don't do it, it's going to be very tight. So Plus two, sorry, explain. So if if the Falcons lose by three points, I lose. If the Falcons, if it's 2018, I still win. No, no, it's a that's a push. Okay. Sorry, it's a push. Yeah. That's a push. If it's it's one point, if they lose by one yeah. point, I win. We tend to have really really good games with Seattle, and they tend to be very very close. So that's the thing. Seattle Seattle seem to play down to their opponents a, a little bit, which obviously is a bit insulting to the Falcons, but it's kind of true. So I think that yeah, it's going to be a really close game. I think the Falcons will win just because they're at home. But uh, but the thing is, home field advantage doesn't mean as much this year. That's the thing. That's, that's why I don't think the Bears going to Detroit is much of an issue. If it's at Detroit with fans there, I may have had a different feeling. But that's my my pick of the bunch. I got that for 73 to 1. Lovely. Oh. That's just using I suppose the spread. The, the, the Falcons, are, you know, two points. That is... That's a slim margin, isn't it? Yeah. Even though I know yeah, I know it's going to be a tight it's game. It's basically just so... picking the Falcons to win almost, isn't it? Like... Or just, yeah. Yeah. So. It means if the Falcons win, I still win. So, I don't so all of our bets rely yeah. pretty much on the Falcons to win. Aside from Jazz's <laughs> oh, two God. points. Like, no, it's no not pressure. Place you be, <laughs> Why are we it? all riding that one? Because they are not uh, a pressure team. I also try to keep all my bets in the six o'clock window. So by the time of nine o'clock on Sunday, I will know if I've won or not. Yeah. Because yeah. when I had the one that I'm... won last year, when it was going into yeah. the Packers-Vikings, it was cash out for, I think it was like 120 quid or keep winning, trying to win it for 230. It was tempting to press the cash out button because I was like, oh, I'm starting to think about it. I rode it and won it, but it'd be nice just to have it so I haven't got a choice. It's just there. You're done. so right, Jazz, and I regret now for that reason putting the Steelers in because all the other ones are six o'clock games and then I have to wait till <laughs> that Tuesday. Night. Yeah, you've got to wait a long time. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Monday, it's Monday night football. Tuesday. It's Monday night football. Yeah, that's so that's a bit annoying. But, you know, and it will be, it would be pretty savage if I win all the others and then the Steelers somehow lose against the Giants and I have to also wait two days for them to lose yeah. to the Giants. So, uh, all of that coming up.
Big thanks to Dave and to Jazz and everybody uh, who have been on the podcast previously who sent in their Super Bowl predictions to us. Remember, you can follow the podcast Return the Picks on Twitter and Instagram at Return the Picks. Very simple, all one word. Uh, all lowercase, I think, on Instagram. It doesn't really matter, I don't think, on Twitter either way. Uh, you can follow myself, O underscore J underscore Wilson, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow David Bluck on Twitter at David Bluck1 and on Instagram at David Bluck and Jazz Gillum, both on Twitter and Instagram at Jazz Gillum. Uh, please remember, you must be 18 or over to gamble in the UK. Please gamble responsibly as well. Uh, we only put on pound bets. It's just a laugh. But also it might make us a little bit of cash. And uh, yeah, we will be back next week looking at how badly we've done with our predictions. And also just trying to see if we can make some more cash off week two. Remember to like, uh, follow, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn and our host Anchor.fm. And until next week, take care.